Hey everyone, this is Night Mage, and you're listening to this freaking show. What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Gala. And I'm Geekcast Joe. And welcome back to another freaking show. Podcast. Hello, that's something. And a whole lot of nothing. On this episode tonight, um, I will try my best not to be a liar for the third week in a row. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. I know, right? I mean, like. I mean, 2018 has been really good to me so far, except for the guests on our show. I hear you. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying the guests on our show are bad. I'm just saying that, um, that that the timing is just not perfect. But I believe that's all going to change t- tonight, because tonight our guests will be on. I guarantee it. If <laughs> not, Colin will host the show for the rest of the year. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh shit! How you guys doing? Good. I'm I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm I'm doing good too. Uh, had a had a good weekend, a busy weekend. Uh, bumped into an old friend uh, yesterday at the bar, so that was really cool. Nice, um, nice yeah. old lady friend, old male friend. Uh. A lady friend. Not, Not like nice. an ex-lady friend, but like a friend who, you know, I used to know like eight years ago that we kind of like lost touch with. Oh, yeah. Just, just having to bump into the bar. It was crazy. Good deal. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, I went went to a movie with Colin, which we'll hear about here shortly. Uh, yeah, went to church, so that was pretty cool, too. Nice, nice. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, like I just, I just kind of stayed like busy this weekend. It was nice. The weather was good, so you know, I tried to be out a little bit. You know, played with the fucking dog in the backyard. Nice. So, I know it was a it was a good weekend. Um, the uh, the weight loss journey I'm on is going great too. By the way, uh, in case everyone was wondering when I was going to talk about that, well, now that's time uh, has come. I'm still 25 pounds down. I think I was at the last time we recorded, so I'm kind of like at a. Uh, um, an even point right now, so we'll see what next week brings. I got uh, some uh, keto stuff that's supposed to kind of like help boost like the keto shit in my body. Hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Sounds good. Yeah, right. I mean, so I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. Um, the the journal still going; it's up and running. It's amazing. If you guys want to uh, give it a read, you can uh, find it at uh, thisfreakingjourney.wordpress.com. Uh, my latest post, I posted about a uh, story about when I was a child back in the day. Kind of an embarrassing story. But I felt sharing it. Um, I felt more comfortable like after I told the story. I wasn't like really embarrassed about it anymore. It's just kind of a shitty situation. Like, I wasn't embarrassed, but I was like, you know, I kind of like, it's like, no point in being embarrassed because like, it's whatever happened was my fault. But definitely read the journal because it, it's quite the story. Hmm. Good deal. That's That's fantastic. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, what's new? With, I mean, so you guys, what do you guys do this weekend? I mean, 
besides the movie with Colin and uh, you know all that, what you guys were up to? The what? Sorry. What did you do this weekend? No, no, I just you. I I thought you said something after. No, that was it. After no. Colin, uh, going to the movie with Colin. Oh yeah, besides the movie with Colin, you know what else did you guys do? This oh, weekend? gotcha, gotcha. What gotcha. what what is uh what has happened in your guys' lives since the last time we recorded this show? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. No, uh, I I really didn't do a whole lot this week. Talked with my thesis advisor and uh, and and I preached this week a couple times. So it's a good week. Good week overall. Not very exciting. Just uh, you know, regular old run of the mill week. What is a thesis? It is an enormous paper that you pretty much write just so that you can have it in your portfolio. So all this is a paper just with a fancy name? Yep, basically. Yeah, okay. it's, this is going to be, uh, mine's going to be a 60 to 90 page paper when it's oh, all said God. and done. So. Makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where like uh, uh, something inside me must be broken because I think it sounds like just a lot of fun. Oh, you know? geez, Joe. <laughs> Well, you know what? Everybody has their own things on fun, I guess. Yep. Yep. And so, but you know, it's it's fascinating. I get to do some cool research, and I get to go uh, a nice deep dive on some stuff, and yeah. so, you know, st- stuff I'm interested in, stuff I'm passionate about. So it's not it's not like it's just a paper that's like been assigned <laughs> to me, and it's and it's really boring and stuff. Uh, it's something it's something that I'm really interested in, and I get to. Uh, sort of contribute my my newfound knowledge to uh, to the world. So that'll be a, that'll be a neat thing when it's all nice. said and done. Of course, I say that now. I'm at the beginning. Uh, probably, <laughs> if you get to me in about six months, I'm going to be uh, uh, probably suicidal and and ready to be done with it. <laughs> and then it'll be over with uh, about a year from now, and we'll all be happy again. So. Yay. <laughs> But well, what else a good start to the uh, podcast? Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what else <laughs> happened this week that I, I just now remembered this? Uh, uh, my other podcast, Geekcast Live, which you can find by going over to GCL.Ninja, is uh, officially back. We're we're on our fifth season. Uh, a couple of weeks, we'll have our two hundredth episode. So uh, be sure to tune in for that. Should be a good time. Awesome, awesome. Now that and that um. That's this Saturday's release. Correct. And I guess by this Saturday, depending on when you're actually listening to this show, is uh, February 3rd. Yes. February 3rd. Yes, there we go. It's awesome, man. I'm glad. I was I was waiting for the new shows to come out. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so the, the first episode of the season should be up uh, now. It, it came up yesterday as of this recording. Uh, and then... Um, uh, episode two will be out next week, and then the the week after that will be our two hundredth, hopefully. So, should be cool. yeah, it'll be cool. We did get a really cool guest. Uh, I thought uh, we got one of the co-hosts from the Small Town Murder podcast. Which, if you like a true time, true crime, true the true crime podcast, uh, that has a little bit of humor to it, uh, be sure to go check out Small Town Murders. Uh, it's fantastic. So, small timer. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 
So it's a, it's a couple like, of guys. Uh, they're they're just comedians, and uh, they just they just hang out. And they investigate small town murders. So okay, yeah. yeah. I think I think I've heard of them. Either I've heard of them before, or I heard you talk about them before, because that kind of sounds familiar. Could be both. Could be both. A little bit of both. Yep. yep. A little bit of column A. A little bit of column. Yep, yep, that's awesome, man! Uh, congratulations, to you guys, on your two hundred uh, two hundred episode coming up. Uh, is there any like sneak peek information you could like maybe share on what the plan is for the episode? Uh, I I couldn't just right now. I got you. Maybe maybe next ah. week I could I could have something, but right and just a, you know just a little snippet. Yep, <laughs> yep. So we've got. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be a cool episode. Um, but I, I don't know who's gonna be on it or what the what the plan is yet. So. It'll be good, though. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, congrats to you guys. Uh, you super go. happy for you. Yeah. So, um, real quick, before we dive into uh, Colin's uh, awkward flex of the week, I just want to remind you guys about uh, one of our sponsors here, uh, the Fire Pit Bar and Grill, if you um, I know I mentioned on a weekly basis that you can buy a burger and beer from the Fire Pit every Monday and Wednesday for seven ninety nine. But um, this coming Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, and the Fire Grill has gone above and beyond with their deals for Super Bowl Sunday. That they have developed packages that you can purchase with you and your friends and watch the football game. Uh, real quick, I just kind of want to go over like packages, give you an idea of what they are and how much it's going to cost, how cheap these deals are for you and your friends. So they have uh, two packages. They technically have three packages, but. Uh, one package is uh, you get, you get uh, a large pizza and like a bucket of beer. It's like fifteen bucks. That's like a couple friends, yeah, like you and a buddy or whatever. But if you want like the bigger packages, there's a thirty dollar package which includes all domestic beers and appetizers. Choice of uh, an onion explosion, a mushroom tops, uh, mac and cheese bites, pork bites, and breath bites. Um, also, uh, other than the thirty dollar package you also have a $40 package which uh, includes the appetizer uh the you know the, on the explosion of mushroom tops the mac and cheese bites the porky bites and the pretzel bites choice of any sandwich or any dinner all domestic beers well drinks and absolutes uh morgan campfire shots con you know campfire shots you could you could back me up on those i They're like delicious I, I love a campfire right? shot it's good good stuff joey that's right you had it too. just be careful um Last time I did have one, I accidentally blew the alcohol to the bar top and started on fire. So. <laughs> but uh, and then there's also VO, but honestly, I can't even think right now what VO stands for. Absolute Captain Morgan VO. I, I can't even think what the uh, VO is. But um, anyways, um, they have a lot of great packages and everything. You call ahead, you can walk in. I think they still have the beer tower there. Uh, so more than likely, like even though I'm not a huge like football fan, I may go up there and get one of these packages with some friends. On top of that, uh, they do have some giveaways as well, so it'd be awesome to check that out. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Hey, and you know, uh, I know it's not always the fanciest place, but uh, things are always fancy if you make them that way. 
So if you wanted to have yourself a nice night out that f- made you feel really classy, you could head on over to WeAreDapperTies.com and get yourself a really high-quality knit tie for the low, low price of just $15. And if you use the special discount code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, you'll even get free shipping on your order. Which means that you can go to a Super Bowl party and look hella dapper for, like, nothing. <laughs> and people are going to be really impressed... And they're going to think, wow, you look really good, person, in your high-quality knit tie. Where did you get that? And you'll be able to look them in the eye and say, I went to wearedapperties.com, and they used my special discount code, FREAKIN. And I got this sweet tie. True story. Yeah. Yeah, I think I read that in an article somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, Dapper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, us, us sponsors. Uh, both. I mean, both both places. You know, Fiber Bar and Grow. We are Dapper Ties. I mean, as far as I know, and I'll mention this more. You know, next week. But uh, they're also doing a Valentine's Day uh, kind of reservation dinner thing at Fiber Bar and Grow. So, you know, if you want to look good in front of your lady, yeah, uh, that's perfect. Or if you're, or if you're like. Yeah. Uh, reserving yourself a spot at White Castle because the fire pit's full. <laughs> I know it's the time of year. White Castle does do the uh, fancy sit-down dinner, too. But, I mean, obviously, if you're taking your lady out, you want to look dapper. Absolutely. So you, absolutely. So get a fucking fancy, you know, high-quality, well-made tie for just $15. Yeah. Go out, get yourself a fresh cut. And then uh, for less than the price of a men's haircut at most places, mm-hmm. you can get yourself a really, really sweet tie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for, for all I know, there's two type of people in this world. People who buy high-quality ties and dapper ties and fools. So which one do you want to be? I know which one I pity. Who's that? The fools. Who's that there, Mr. J? <laughs> One kind of Mr. T. I put it a fool. <laughs> I put it a fool. Oh shit, Colin. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, dive into um, the uh, the awkward flick. We kind of we kind of push it ahead. Um, that way we get a little more time with our guests. But I'll we run through your uh, awkward flick of the week. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, welcome back everyone to a segment uh, that we like to call this. Uh, not the freaking state of mind um <laughs> sorry wrong season, Colin. <laughs> wrong season exactly <laughs> uh, welcome back to our segment called awkward flicks it's where i give my uh, opinion on a, a movie and uh you take it to what you will like i was telling travis um a job that should die is critics movie critics because everyone's a critic now with their way that they can critique everything. Yeah. <laughs> um but this week is a fantastic movie that me and Travis just saw yesterday. Um it's called The Greatest Showman. <laughs> um funny thing is earlier this week I was asked what is that musical that Wolverine is in? And first thing that popped in my head is Wolverine singing a musical in his outfit. I'm just like, 
I don't think Wolverine is in a musical. <laughs> but no, that is to come. Um, talking about the actor Hugh Jackman, which is plays a phenomenal role of P.T. Barnum in his new movie called The Greatest Showman. Um, it is a musical. <laughs> At first, I didn't really couldn't tell from the trailers that it was a full-fledged musical, but it definitely was. One of the most fantastic movies I've seen in a long time. Very well done. Great music. <laughs> Great. I love the art style that was done on it. Um, and you know what? Surprisingly, Ian Travis went to this theater yesterday to go see this. This movie came out December 8th of 2017. Got released to theaters. When we went to go see it in theaters yesterday, the theater that we went to was sold out. And we're just like, wait, what? Musical being sold out? <laughs> yeah, that never um, happens. That's that's insane. <laughs> yeah. It was it was phenomenal how many people actually went to see this. Um I was doing a little research. So this movie's budget was eighty four million dollars. Uh, since then, they have tripled their uh, at the box office. So, wow! I mean, that just shows how well this movie has done. No kidding. Um, yeah, they're at about two hundred fifty-six million dollars right now on box office. So, uh, like I said, phenomenal good movie. Uh, it also has Zac Efron. Is the another big name and Michelle Williams in it <coughs> are your big name characters in it? Uh, it like I said, it's the life of P.T. Barnum. For you, for all you that don't know who that is, he is a. Um, everybody knows him nowadays as for being a circus, P.T. Barnum Circus, and that's what he was. He created the P.T. Barnum Circus. <laughs> um, but uh, it starts with him as a kid and how he was really nothing. He was a son of Taylor and ended up his dad died. And then he has to fend for himself. And in long story short, it is a rag to riches type of thing. Um, show. Great music. He's looking for something to get out there and like wow people and become an entertainer and <laughs> just draw crowds of people. Uh, one thing that I did feel that it did, it was like a story of go for your dreams. Uh, once you reach your dreams, it, it might sound bad when I say this, but stop trying to reach farther um oh interesting because bad things will happen hmm. <laughs> um that that's how i felt in the movie i don't know if travis felt the same but uh i mean like if if it goes back get back to where you were that's really how i felt um you got Zach Efron, he plays a partner for P.T. Barnum. And 
I guess he was a actor of some sort, and he's just like in his own uh, rich, uh, popular uh, society. Because this was back in the day, of way back when, with P.T. Barnum. I don't know what time year it was. But, uh, <laughs> very well done. Uh, the music in it, phenomenal. Uh, I, I definitely gotta say, everybody who acted in it, very well done. Uh, there were... Some things, and there wasn't really, to me, not a lot of things to point out uh, that would bring this movie down, really. Um, I did one thing, I gotta say, the biggest thing for me was it felt like how the things progress went really quick, but it was still a long enough movie. I mean, it was uh, 105 minutes. Oh wow! So what? Okay. A, a hour and forty minute long movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like it's not that it's it just goes by in a flash, but it just seems like you're here to here to here to here to here, like in a really short span. Um, <laughs> and like it, and like Travis said earlier, things that he noticed about it. It's just like little minute things that you you can you have the possibility of catching them, and you like want to think about that, but you don't want to think about it because you don't want to miss more of the movie. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's just inconsistency. It's just like, wait, what? It just mm-hmm. happened. Kind of thing. <laughs> so. But yes, that's my opinion on the movie. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go see it, I would say go see it. I know it's already been in theaters a long time, but if you can squeeze out... Uh, oh, okay. So I was mistaken on the release date. Uh, the release date in the U.S. was the 20th of December, and RMS Queen Mary... T- they played it on a, on a cruise ship before on the 8th. <laughs> oh okay so so yeah um but yeah, i would definitely say if you get the chance go see this in theaters uh the music is phenomenal just the sound of the theater will blow you away and what makes it even great most theaters nowadays have the recliners which i mean i couldn't i couldn't have been more comfortable just relaxing in this recliner watching this movie. I was just off the floor with it. So I would definitely have to say um, <laughs> what gives gives the score that I'm give it is because of how the timeline and how quick it the pace of how it went. I'm going to have to give this an 8 awkwards. It's a high 8 awkwards. Um I almost made it a nine, but I mean that really, it really pushed it with the how quick the it jumped. Um, like I said, I would recommend go seeing the theater if you get the chance. Uh, take advantage. Um, if not, rent it. Get good surround sound, and uh, 
just sit on your couch and watch it one night. Fantastic. Very well done. That sounds probably exactly how I'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sit on the couch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right there, hang with your wife. I would say it's a good movie to cuddle up with. Oh. Okay, sweet. Travis, how about you? What do you think? Um, By far, is probably the best movie I've seen in theaters in a long time. I don't watch a lot of movie theater. I, I don't go to the theater a lot to watch movies. I have over the last few weeks. Um, Actually, I think in 2018 alone, I've seen more movies in theaters than I did last year. And we're all... No, no, in 2018. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like within January alone, I've been to the theater more than I think I was in 2017. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I, I'm glad that I was able to go see this movie in theaters because of the music uh, and the surround sound. And it was it was such a good movie. Like, yeah, there, there were small things here and there. Like, if, if your attention drew to it, it may kind of draw your attention away from the whole concept of the movie. But if you stay and you just focus on what's happening on the screen, I mean, it's it's amazing. And it's for all ages. I think it's like rated PG or some shit. Um, it's, it's such a good fucking movie. It's a family movie. You know, it's a movie if you want to go hang out with your friends. It's a movie you go on a date with. It's the perfect movie. And Joey, I get it if you want to watch it at home and surround sound, but I recommend you go into the theaters and watch it. Okay. That's uh, like, high praise. Yeah. I, I, oh, it was a, Yeah. It, it was, deserves it, the high praise. It was, it's a very, very good movie. Like I don't know if um, G-Star, um talked about a movie podcast weekly with these guys. Um, I hope that they did. Um, they liked it just as much because it's, it's such a good fucking movie. But it's like Colin like started out saying. I mean, the critics only giving it a 52 or whatever it was on Rotten Tomatoes is a fucking joke hmm. because it's such a great fucking movie. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, except for the carriage wheel uh, tracks in the uh, yard. <laughs> that, was, that was the only problem I had was that single track of uh, uh, carriage wheels. That was it. But no, it's a great movie. Uh, I think eight's fair. Um, uh, I mean, eight, nine, or ten. I mean, any one of those would be still great. Uh, but eight's eight. Yeah. Eight. Because of the small, minute things, hey, it's definitely fair. Good job, Colin. Thank you. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's plug a podcast. Get our guest on because uh, I am in communication with him right now, and he is ready. So okay, excellent. So, uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's go to a quick break. Get him on, and we'll be back. Hello, everybody. I'm Jason, and I'm Jeff. We're from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. You know what you're listening to right now, Jeff? What are we listening to right now? This freaking show. This freaking show? This freaking show. And when you're not listening to this freaking show, take a listen to the History of Bad Ideas. Where we talk about sports, movies, and other pop culture events happening in the world. (laughs) So take a listen. Uh, We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and any other place that you find uh, great podcasts like this freaking show. This freaking show. All right, everyone, uh, we are back, and not only are we back um, with, like, a guest that is amazing uh, for what he does, but it's also amazing what he has done for me personally, because, um, well, we're here with Nightmage, and I'm going to let him introduce himself here in a minute, 
But I, I personally want to thank you for coming on um, because you have proven that I am not a consistent liar. <laughs> <laughs> because because okay. I, I have been promising guests on our show I, for the last three weeks, and it finally happened. So I want to <laughs> I want to thank you for breaking the streak because I wow. was I was almost in that like you know the boy who cried wolf situation. Yeah, sure. So, well, yeah, I mean, they'll have a guest. You're you're welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I'll expect some kind of payment for it. I mean, right? Uh, I, I guess I'm calling uh, your way and give you a hug. I, mean, that's... Uh, I prefer beer, but that's fine. <laughs> if you prefer Bud Light, I'm on it. I don't think anyone prefers Bud Light, sir. I think the world prefers Bud Light. Just... <laughs> no. Yeah, I, have, I have a funny Bud Light and Cleveland Browns story. <laughs> Do so, tell. Okay, so you know how the joke about the Super Bowl is like you know the losers they send the the team the losers team shirts to like third world countries and stuff like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was um just in Mexico a couple weeks ago, and so this year Bud Light had the fan cans where like NFL teams were on the on the cans. Well, in Mexico, the only can I saw, and it was everywhere, were the Cleveland Browns. Like <laughs> everywhere, I just had a crap load of Cleveland Browns Bud Light beer cans. <laughs> it's, just, it's horrible. It makes me feel horrible. That's kind of Cleveland amazing. Browns. Oh. That that's more awesome because when you say Cleveland Browns, a Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot that uh, Cleveland actually has a football team. Oh, uh, that's sad. <laughs> you tell me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, why, why don't you uh, kind of introduce yourself to uh, to our listeners here on uh, who you are and uh, what you do? Um, so I'm uh, Night Mage, uh, aka Michael Wilson, or other way around. I don't know. And uh, I cosplay, and um, I do a, like a lot of other things, but probably I'm most known for my cosplaying. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I'm pretty boring, actually. Oh, nonsense. Um, we've had uh, we've had Super Casey on our show twice, and I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I know, right? Right. I mean, the first time, uh, she, what the hell did she do? I can't remember. She did something the first time that was like kind of like out there, but the second time she's on, she called me a dick butt. Ah, uh, yeah, and that's her thing. I know, right? Her the first her, <laughs> she did something on the first episode. I honestly don't boom, remember. Boom roasted. That's what she. Oh, she boom, boom roasted. roasted a lot. Yeah. It's like, like a new catchphrase but like the second time like the interview went wonderful and then all of a sudden like you know she i I watched the princess bride and she just fucking lost it it was crazy it was like it was like tom cruise jumping on the couch crazy (laughs) that sounds about right yeah but but, but wait 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 have you seen the princess bride since yes i watched it he was he was appropriately shamed all right yeah, I, I felt so bad because I felt like, you know, I, I, I felt like I insulted somebody somewhere because I didn't see this movie. So I watched it, and it's not that great of a movie. Really? I mean, it's a good movie, but you I mean, almost like... almost made me cuss, man. Shun like, the non-believer. <laughs> you, I mean, you can, you can cuss on the show. It's okay. We do it all the time, but... Okay. What the fuck, man? Come on, dude. <laughs> it's the princess guy. Perfect movie. It's a good movie, but it's not a great movie. It, it wasn't a movie that I should have been shamed into watching. Uh, 
like it, it's a movie like hey okay now i've seen it i'm never gonna watch it again i'm glad i was able to see it for free you know it's just uh, it's my go-to anyway. movie when i'm sick you know my go-to movie is anything else <laughs> <laughs> all right okay i'm i yeah, I'm gonna throw up. Uh, uh, before before uh, before we get off on on footy based on movies, but uh, the, the whole point the whole point of me bringing it up is because every time um, she was on, uh, we, we always had a point to kind of talk about you as well because uh, you guys the way she phrased it was uh, cosplaying husband and wife, but like you guys are like a you guys have been a, a partnership for a long time, so. Uh, before we get into that, I just kind of want to know, like, how did you first get into cosplaying, and how long have you been doing it? Um, so I started really in 2012. Um, I guess I kind of started in 2011, though. So I, I heard of cosplaying, but I, I didn't know exactly how big the scene was or anything like that. And um, in 2011, I, I wanted to make my own costume for Halloween. It's like, I just love, you know, going out to the bars and stuff for Halloween. And uh, so I decided I wanted to do uh, John Stewart Green Lantern. And that's not like a costume you could just find in stores. So I went ahead and um, went to Joanne Fabrics. And my girlfriend helped me sew this Green Lantern costume together. And I went out to the bars and had fun. And um, there was a uh, Relay for Life event coming up. And my buddy had asked me to participate because I had this superhero costume. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll do it. So I went ahead and did the Relay for Life, and I had an absolute blast. And, and uh, from that, I got asked to do another charity event and another. So in 2012, that's all I was doing was just charity events. So I ended up um, making a Captain America outfit and Batman. And then uh, I started getting kind of some recognition online, and a couple cosplayers started friending me on Facebook, and they're like, hey, what conventions do you go to? I've actually never been to a convention. So, um, the end of 2012, I went to my very first convention, which was the uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo. And, and as soon as I stepped on the floor, dude, it was like a whole new world opened up. I was like, I'm with my people. This is amazing. <laughs> so, I just, I've been addicted ever since. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's it. That's pretty much it. And then, um, from that, like, in 2013, I just kind of sat out to, like, every weekend I was just trying to find different conventions to go to. And then I started getting offers to, like, go to conventions as a guest. And it got to a point where I was still trying to juggle doing the conventions and the charity events. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was really difficult. So I had, you know, I had to choose, like, do I, I want to do this hospital visit or do I want to go to California and have this really awesome opportunity? So I came up with the idea. I'm like, well, I can possibly, you know, do the opportunity in California, but still be able to give back in some kind of way. So that's why I started um, raising money for different charities at conventions. So what I do is, like, at a, every convention I go to, I try and pick a local charity to where I'm at. And I just give my prints away for free, and I just ask for donations to going to you know going back to that whatever charity, and so I can you know I can do and have fun, be able to give back at the same time. So it's a win-win. Hey, yeah, absolutely. That's that is so awesome. Yeah, 
that's cool. I mean, that's gotta that's gotta make that's gotta make just about everybody's day, right? I mean, you you get to to do something that's fun for you. Uh, it's fun for kids. It's fun for for fans of the the characters that you're playing. I mean, yeah. that's that's just awesome. That's that's really cool all the way around. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. Like I'll I'll try and it, it's hard to do, but um, I love I really love doing like hospital visits mm. and to children's hospitals. And I always figure I'm going to these places. I'm I want to have a costume. So why don't I just go to the hospitals and try and do something while I'm in these cities? So sometimes I'll try and coordinate times where I could stop at a local hospital for a quick visit or something like that. It's difficult because hospitals are in really like tight um, time constraints and stuff like that. Right. So that's hard to do. But if I can do it, I'm, I gladly do it. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's so cool. Yeah, because uh, you, well, you and um, Casey just uh, did a um, a fundraiser last month. Yeah, yeah, for our Chris, our Christmas charity extravaganza. Yeah, um, so we actually started uh, doing our stuff probably about mm, I think it was about three years ago. We actually met one time at Dragon Con in uh, in Atlanta. And um, we just kind of saw each other in passing, and then we talked for a second, and then I uh, saw her again at Indiana. Um, I think it was Indie Indie PopCon one year, and uh, she asked me. She was like, "Hey, uh, everyone keeps telling me I I should do like dagger, and I kind of want to ask you if you if you'll be my cloak to my cloak, you know, to my dagger." So I'm like, "Oh yeah, that'd be awesome." So that was our first duo together, and then from that we just kept doing more and more and more. And so then she uh, started asking me about the charity stuff. I'm like, well, hey, you want to do something for Christmas? So what we did is uh, the first year we hooked up with the United Way in uh, Indianapolis. And we do like a pretty much like sponsor different families. They, they send us a list of things they want for Christmas, food, baby toys or any kind of toys, anything like that. And so we buy all the toys, and so we dress up as Batman and Robin and went door-to-door to deliver toys and, and food and stuff. And It was a lot of fun. It was cold. Spandex is not warm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, So every year we're trying to up it. Um, so last year, well, not last year, but two years ago, we uh, went from Youngstown, Ohio, which was where I'm from, all the way to Indianapolis, where she's from. And we stopped at different cities along the way and, and just did random acts of kindness, visiting rescue missions and delivering items and goods and stuff like that. And then we did the same thing this year, well, last year, and um, we added Michigan. So we hit a third state. So next year we're going to try and go a little bit further out. And so, yeah, everywhere we're just, every year we're trying to up it a little bit. That's really That's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, it's cool. Good to think you just kind of fell into it. And now yeah, you're traveling I mean, all over the country. Dude, I owe so much, so much to cosplaying. Just from being able to travel the world. I, I just got back from Saudi Arabia. Um, no kidding. Two, month, two months ago. It was, it was a huge honor because it was their second convention ever. But this was the first time they allowed Americans over. And um, it was a pretty big event. It was about seventy thousand people for the weekend. Wow! Um, CNN wow. covered it. It was it was it was a huge huge event. But I was just 
blown away and honored just to be a part of it, you know? And so having that opportunity, and I, I, I owe it just to dressing up. That's, that's crazy to think <laughs> about. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you put it like that. Yeah. So when so when you uh, so when you go to your conventions or anything, um, like how do you decide what costume do you wear and like what do you decide to make and the costumes that you make do you wear them more than once or is it kind of like a, hey I wear once I'm kind of done I gotta find something new. Uh, so the thing with me if I have about 128 costumes now. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I am. I'm, I told you I'm addicted. I right, just <laughs> and um, so what I do is. For a long time, I was doing trying to make a new costume for every convention, but it got to the point where I just between the day job and and the conventions and the charity events, I just didn't have time. So that's another reason why I make things fast. Like typically, it takes me anywhere between two to four days to make a costume. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just made RoboCop, and that was my longest costume. That took me five days. But um, mm-hmm. I try and look at. Um, like what I haven't worn in a long time, I look at if I'm flying or if I'm driving. Um, if Casey's going, obviously we try and pair up something that goes together. So I, I look at the the guest list and who else is going to be there. If there's like a you know a special artist or actor there, I might wear something that correlates with that. So it, it all depends. But I, I there got to a time where I was. <laughs> I would take a uh, dartboard and just <laughs> put different <laughs> names up on the dartboard and just throw at it. Well, so it depends. Well, out of uh, out of the hundreds of costumes you have, is there one that like you see as your absolute favorite? Like I hate that... that question. I hate it. I hate <laughs> that question. I, I assumed you would. That's why I asked. Because I'm a uh, I'm a good interviewer. <laughs> uh, I hate you. I hate you now. You're a dick butt. That's what you are. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's, man, that's like choosing your favorite kid, you know. Firstborn, uh, easy. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Always right. well, Green Lantern, I guess. Then no, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and, you know, it depends on what I'm doing. Like um, mm-hmm. at conventions, I love Wow Factor. So mm-hmm. like I like um, like Spawn, Kratos, Boy, Predator, or like obscure characters that no one. You know, really sees a lot like the mask or, or stuff like I don't know, something like that. Um, at con- at uh, charity events, obviously Batman's like really popular. Um, Super Grover, it, it just really Super depends. Grover. That's awesome. I, I wish I could do the voice. I can't do the voice, but I'm like a, the biggest Grover ever. It's like Grover <laughs> on steroids. This is no, it, yeah, it's, it really depends. I don't really have a favorite, but I will say I don't get in character with a lot of my costumes, but I find it easier and more fun to get in character with, like, uh, characters that are villains. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I, was... I could just be a dick to people, and they still love it. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was one of the conversations uh, we had... Um with Casey about how, because there's two types of cosplayers. There's a, there's a uh, cosplayers who just dress up, and then there's ones who actually get into character, and I can't remember the name of it. It's called LARPing or whatever it's called. Um, but, like, so you do, do you balance yourself in between there? Like, sometimes you'll just dress up and just be, like, you know, a guy dressed up as a character, or do you sometimes want to, 
you know, even you know, like be that character. Like if you're to dress up like as Bond. Yeah, it's a little bit of Bond. I balance it. It it depends. It depends on the character. Like sometimes, um, when you're wearing a character, you kind of just feel. I don't know. You, I don't. You feel more like the character. Like, uh, like I said, like villains. When I'm in a villain costume, like when I put it on Lobo, I just love being like. I don't know, just like this raunchy ass to people, you know? It's just it's a lot of fun. When I'm when I put on uh when I'm in um the Grinch, I just again, I just love being addicted to people, just being really sarcastic to everyone. Um but then there's certain costumes like uh like Snake Eyes. It's really cool because I, I don't have to say anything that you know, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe, I don't talk. So it's just like hand gestures, but you just being like a ninja, you just feel really cool. So you kind of, I don't know, you walk differently, you hold yourself a little bit differently. It's, so you put different costumes on and you kind of just embody that character, some characters. And then there's some I just like wearing, like like Spawn. I look cool, I feel cool in Spawn, but I don't necessarily act like Spawn. You know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, do you uh, like ever like whenever you're thinking about making a new costume? Do you kind of relate it to like you know like a current event or something like that? Like um, they're coming out with a um, a Venom movie uh, later on this year. Like is Venom uh, character you ever done? If so, would that be something you'd be looking to be doing uh, around that time? I've yeah, I've already done Venom. I've done Venom. I've done Annie Venom, and I've done Agent Venom. And um, I don't. No, not really, because. I, I the thing with me, I've, I have to feel the character, like I have to feel like it's going to be fun to make. So just mm-hmm. because I, you know something's coming out and it's going to be popular, that does not that's not a draw to me. Like I could honestly, ninety percent of my ideas come in the morning when I'm taking a shit. Like <laughs> that's where I get my inspiration. Like this, like this morning, I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? I don't know. But you know what would be cool? Darkhawk. Hmm. It's, a, it's an Oscar character from the 90s, but he has a really cool look. It'd just be fun to make. So now, like, my mind is hooked on Darkhawk. So that's the only thing I'm going to be able to think about until I get it done. So the next, like, couple costumes are going to be Darkhawk, um, Thanos, because uh, Casey wants to do Thanos and Loki. So I'm going to do Thanos and um, Gizmo Duck. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. So. Tell me, tell me a little bit about the uh, beast costume you made because um, I was so fascinated about how like perfect both uh, yours and Casey's like costumes came out for that. Uh, you said, yeah, well, I'm just trying to be nice, fuck man. <laughs> we, but I mean, you said it only take two to four days to make costumes. I mean, how long did it take you to make that beast costume? Because I mean, it looked very detailed. So to be honest with you, the most impressive thing about I hate to even say it because she's gonna get a big head, but honestly, the most impressive thing about that entire like Beauty and the Beast was Casey and her bell dress. Mm-hmm. So what happened was uh, we had talked about doing Beauty and the Beast, but we didn't have a time frame. So I just again I woke up, I was like, you know what, I really want to make Beast. I felt inspired, so I just I went ahead and made Beast in like two days, like two or three days. Um. Which was just a modified Disney Prince bodysuit. Um, I got a, different wigs, cut the wigs, and glued them pretty much together for the fur. Um, I got a prosthetic, made the prosthetic, uh, painted it, and 
So, I mean, it, it wasn't like a lot to do. But then um, I got mine done, and I got contacted to do a Beauty and the Beast photo shoot for a magazine. And they're like, well, do you know a, a, a bell? I'm like, ah, let me ask Casey. So <laughs> I guess. I, I told her, and, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> they want us to do this photo shoot. She's like, oh, yeah, cool, when? I'm like, uh, in like six days or so. She's like, what? So she had never made a ball gown before. So she made that ball gown in about a week. And that is just massively impressive. So we, we were able to pull off the uh, photo shoot and everything. We went to uh, um, Landon uh, Landon's Castle over in um, uh, Landon's Mohican Castle in Ohio and I mean, it just—it was a beautiful shoot. It was—it it was wonderful. Everything was—that's like actually probably my favorite photo shoot ever. Yeah, I saw—I saw the pictures on um, on our Facebook page, and and they—I mean, they, they turned out so well. And oh yeah, you know, and that's and that's one of the biggest things I love about like you know getting into podcasting and everything because like the first time I ever went to um, a convention or like saw anything cosplay uh, cosplay related. Was when uh, me and Colin went to C2E2 in what 2016? Yes. Yeah. Um, that was my <laughs> that was my first time ever doing anything like that because like I never really got in, into like you know comic books and like you know like animations and stuff like that until you know podcasting. And uh, Super Casey was one of the cosplayers I actually saw C2E2 that year. Um, I think you were there. You're a Vision, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you were there too. So you guys were the first group of cosplayers that like I met, and it was your costumes that kind of like, like made me like think like this is so fucking cool. Like it, it was something like I would love to do, but I don't see like me being able to afford to do something like it. And ah. you, know, you know, and Casey said the same noise when I said <laughs> that. Yeah, because it's like it's it's just amazes me like how people are capable of making these characters that like you see on the big t like on a big screen, but you see like right in front, and the detail that they put into it is like so exact. It looks like the actual like movie, and I mean I applaud you guys for that because I mean it takes a lot of like hard effort to go into like, and I don't so much want to call it a hobby because the word hobby sounds like an insult, but like you know, that's exactly what it is. Is that what it is? Okay. Oh yeah. Right, cool, so I mean, it's it's a hobby, but I mean, for some, I mean, for for me, I I will say it's a passion, mm-hmm. but it's a very just a passionate hobby I have, you know. Yeah. yeah. So so on on average, like how many uh, shows do you uh, or conventions do you feel that you hit like in a year? Uh, so last year I averaged three shows a month. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, this year already, I have. Um, my first convention will be next month in February, but um, I have lined up, I think, 22 shows already this year, so I'm pretty sure I'll book a few more, uh, definitely, but I'm trying to cut back a little bit, um, because I want to try to do more hands-on like charity events, mm-hmm. so I've tried to turn a few conventions down, but um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I stay busy. I stay busy. <laughs> I got you. Well, I know you mentioned uh, you went to Saudi Arabia, um, but within the United States, like, well, I mean, what what's your like distance of travel? Like, do you hit like from East Coast to West Coast? Do you oh, try yeah. to stay in like the Midwest? I go all over, everywhere. I, I I like traveling. I like meeting mm-hmm. new people. I like I love that. I mean, I 
again, dude, like that's that's amazing that I can say I I get to do this and travel all over because I dress up. So I, I want to definitely I, I look at it as a privilege and an honor. So definitely try to make the best of it. I'm not going to say no when I'm offered unless like I have something else going on or I'm looking at doing something else. But yeah, I, I will go anywhere. I, I I will just go just for the experience. That's really cool, man. I mean, it's just like God. I mean, like when when I talk to people like you, it just makes my life feel like horrible. Like I don't do shit with myself, dude. You got a freaking podcast. That's awesome. I know I a podcast. I just sit here and talk. <laughs> it's not like we've ever been to Saudi Arabia with it. I know, but, right? Yeah. But people listen. The one thing I will say, and this goes for podcasters, YouTubers, it's for anybody, any kind of creative um, endeavors. You have no idea the kind of influence and inspiration that you're giving out to people. Even if you don't see it or hear it on a daily basis or even a weekly or monthly basis, it's there. Trust me. Like you, what you're doing is is just, it, it's giving a lot of inspiration to people. It's influencing a lot of people. It is. Well, thanks, man. I That's appreciate that. It's, it's mostly Colin, though. I mean, <laughs> he's the glue. He's the, he's the glue that holds it together. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so to get back to what we were talking about uh, in the beginning, uh, what what is it about the Princess Bride that uh, you're insulted by the fact that I didn't like it? Dude, it's a classic. It's a, yeah, so, all, it's tell a, me more than that, man. I mean, right, listen, listen. It's a classic love story. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Some shit just went down on wrestling real quick. No, nah, that's a lie. You okay. just you just realized it's not a good movie. Either. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, um, so so it's a classic love story, but then it's funny as hell. It's um, it's just it, it's so quotable, you know. It, I I think it's relatable. I, I it, it holds up. It holds up today, so it stands the test of time. It, it's just it, it's an all around. Beautiful movie. I 100% what agree What other movie you. can you say is that well-rounded? No. No other movie is that well-rounded. None. <laughs> a, movie that, a movie that's funny, that has a love story and good. Um, I, I mean, there's so many. The Notebook. Um, Dude, wait. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't any, like, uh, any pitched battles in The Notebook, though. And I'm saying that as a guy who really likes The Notebook. I've never seen a notebook. I just, I just threw a love story out there. I don't fucking know. <laughs> nothing funny in the notebook. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. you know, you know, you know, what does have everything that you just mentioned? The okay. Showman, the Greatest Showman, had everything that you just mentioned, and that's a great movie. Also has lies. <laughs> the Princess Bride has lies. It's. A- <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like it is a good movie, but like I don't I don't see it as like um, a stand the test of time kind of movie. It's like those what those what's that garbage? Um, Monty Python. You shut your whore mouth. Just what? I I mean, what is that? We do gets hit with a sword. His arm falls off. He gets hit again. His arm falls off. He gets hit again. He loses his leg. Ends up just being a head who just rattles it on the classic. Well, I don't get it. <laughs> that like, is, why? That is 
textbook funny. That's textbook funny there. It just, it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't know. Like maybe maybe I got to grow into this genre of like so um, movies and stuff. Maybe so maybe you know, just, all right. So you, are you not really into stick type humor? See, but, uh, yes and no. Like okay, do you consider like the Three Stooges slapstick humor? Yeah. Okay, I love the Three Stooges. I love Lauren Hardy, yeah. Abbott Costello. Um, but I don't, I don't like Monty Python. I don't like the Princess. Uh, Rides and I don't like um, what's that? Young Frankenstein, whatever the fuck it is. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning things like, about you I never knew. I know, right? And you've been my You're brother for like things. twelve years. I know. <laughs> it's just like I, I, I don't know. Like I, I think it's just something I have to grow into. Maybe I have to watch, you know, The Princess Bride again or something like that. You know, maybe I have to give it one more chance. I just, I just watched it, and maybe the problem was like maybe it's you guys. Who build this movie up to like this high expectation, and then I watch you know this dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. You gotta think about like this. So you have this movie, and there's like hundreds of billions of people that love it, right? And then there's this one person that doesn't. You gotta think about you know what's odd thing out, and maybe it's not everyone else. It's you. Maybe maybe the other hundred percent of people that <laughs> seen the movie didn't get it hyped up to a point where they had to have these have these high expectations. I'm just saying, like maybe I'm not saying that it's like the world's worst movie. I mean, not all dumpster fires are bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you know, sometimes maybe, you get insurance money, right? Homeless people keep warm to it. I get it. You know, sometimes people need dumpster fires. You know, I get it. Jeez. I'm just I guess I'm just not a dumpster fire. <laughs> I'm just not a dumpster fire guy. I don't know. But uh <laughs> But um I I don't know. Did they make a sequel? I mean No. 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 So they so they didn't try to make it better. <laughs> you can't you can't mess with perfection. Thank you. Oh god. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh man. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know where to go from there. We're just I, I just, I just laugh at the fact I said dumpster fire. I don't even know. That's it. That's what's getting me right now. Is I'm imagining a fucking dumpster fire. Uh, with like uh, a word, <sighs> the word Montoya spray painted across it. Oh god. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, okay. <clears throat> So, all right, getting away from dumpster fire. So now I have a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? Since um, you guys were at C2E2, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so what are the conventions you guys go to now? Because actually, C2E2 is like my favorite convention ever. I love C2E2. So um, in 2016, uh, I went to C2E2 and Indie PopCon, and Colin actually went with me to both of those. Um, at the beginning of last year, in uh, February, January 2017, I actually got laid off uh, from my job at the time. And um, doing so, I actually had to start a new job that unfortunately doesn't pay me as much as my previous job. So I wasn't able to attend any uh, conventions uh, through 2017 because the extra money just wasn't there. But um, I... Yeah, India, uh, C2E2 and Indie Popcon are my two with uh, telling you a very long story of my life, uh, including that answer. But 
Uh, yeah, that's, right. that's what I go to. I, I regularly go to uh, to Gen Con, um, sometimes Indie Comic Con if it's in the budget. Um, okay. Those those are those are usually my go tos because my my hometown's Lafayette, Indiana, so it's it's basically in my backyard. All right, cool. I've I've heard a lot of good things about Gen Con. Yeah, Gen Con is a, is an absolute blast. It's a really good time. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping this year I get to do a lot more, and I, I'll probably just stick to like maybe the Midwest that's in like driving range. Yeah, uh, Indian because Indianapolis, me and Colin, I mean, we drove down there that morning. We spent a day there, and we drove back that night. You know, to you know save money, of course. Right. But but I, just, I mean, I just love it. I love like I love meeting people there, like who are. You know, who are, are on both ends of the spectrum—the guys who just dress up, but the guys who play the character—and to have a conversation with it, it just blows my mind. <laughs> and and the thing is, like, because I'm so new to like this um this uh group or whatever whatever you want to call it world um yeah the world um I'm just like I'm I'm learning about characters I've never even heard of and stuff like that. Like I mean, like like I was I was going through um. You know, I was going through Casey's uh, Facebook, like when I was having her on. I went through your Facebook, uh, you know, a couple of days ago to kind of like look like the costumes you guys did and like half the characters you guys like dressed as. Like, I really don't know because like if it's not like the mega popular out there in theaters or out there, you know, for like the world to see on like a regular basis, like I don't know who these people are. Like yeah. Coke and Dagger, I had no idea who they until I talked to Casey because I just I just never heard of them. You know, like. That time, like I knew a Batman, Superman, you know, Robin, the villains of Batman, um, you know, Iron Man, and shit. Like I didn't know about the people who were, like behind them and all that, you know, who were, who were more behind them in DC and stuff like that. You know, Aquaman, I heard of, but I always heard Aquaman was a joke. You know, I didn't like really think people cared anything about Aquaman <laughs> until you know, um, Justice League came out, which I would have loved that movie more if he had a bigger role, but. He, you know what? I love Jason Momoa. I loved him as Aquaman, but he he just reminded me of like that frat boy. Like he just just like came to the party drunk all the time. He just <laughs> went, like, I don't know. That, that's like, why. Do, do you think that's re- because of the uh, the last minute change uh, of direction? Um, I think no. Well, yeah, no. I think you can definitely tell like which. Parts were directed by Snyder, which parts were were uh, weeded. But I think his character was always supposed to be kind of lighthearted and like the the mm-hmm. comic relief. You know, yeah. Well, I, I think Flash was supposed to be the the hundred percent comic relief, but I think um, Aquaman was supposed to be kind of that more that's the dude you want to hang out with. You know gotcha. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think Josh, when he stepped in, he amped it up even more. So mm. I thought it was enjoyable. The thing with I, I, I enjoy the fact that all these comic book and just like pop culture type movies are coming out. Like, see if they're good, play second fiddle just for the fact that they're just coming out. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. being able to see. Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman on the same screen together. Mm-hmm. That blows my fucking mind. You know what I mean? Right? That's, that's, oh, yeah. That's amazing. So even going into it, I'm thinking, you know what? It might not be that good. I don't care. I just saw the Justice League on screen. Like, that's crazy. That's awesome. Right. Absolutely. Live acted, in theaters. 
Yeah. Yeah. But see, and that's the way I felt about like when they started doing the Avengers and everything. You know, it's like, and what's weird is like I was, I was kind of confused by the whole like you know D, um, Disney buying like Marvel and stuff like that. Like, like I, I thought like in my mind like when they first bought it was to like limit it and just focus on their Disney shit. But they, I mean, like they hit the ground running with it and it just blew up. And then when I found out yeah. like now they own Deadpool and everything. I was more concerned about like when the new Deadpool came out, like how they're gonna like PG thirteen it. But from the articles I read about it, is like Disney's going to keep it rated R. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, um, I don't think everyone was worried. Period that Disney was gonna come in and make everything like, like, like Snow White type. You know what I mean? <laughs> Disney, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, Disney's not stupid. They know what's gonna sell and. Yeah, they have uh, Disney has no problem making things R rated. I mean, that's why they have different, you know, companies under under their umbrella. You know what I mean? So, yeah, everything would be fine. I think the movies are just going to get better and better. And now that Disney has Fox too, oh, oh yeah, I can't wait just, to see the mutant show up in in the MCU, ah, dude. That's going to be the only thing. I'm I'm kind of wondering is if they're going to try and rush. And maybe some Easter eggs or something into Affinity War. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean about yeah. the mute. So I ho- I kind of hope they do, kind of like how they did with Spider Man and Civil War. The, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't care if they rush it. I just kind of want to see them start to intertwine and mix those worlds together. Yeah. Well, I've, I've heard some rumors that's one of the reasons that they've changed. Um, it used to, I think, when they first um, announced Infinity Wars, it was going to be Infinity Wars Part One and Part Two. Right. Uh, they've actually they've taken that away now. Part two is going to be something completely different, and they can't release the name because we don't. They they are afraid that it'll it'll reveal major plot points that they're not ready to reveal yet. And so uh, on my other podcast, we we've spent I don't know probably three or four episodes uh, around the time when Disney acquired reacquired their the Marvel properties, and uh, we're thinking mm-hmm. that it's probably AVX. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, you would have to before you do that. You would have to establish mm-hmm. the X Men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we're. I think. I think the hope is that enough people are bought into the Marvel universe in general that they'll just be like, "Oh, cool, Wolverine's on screen," and they won't think about it too much. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, but I, I mean, no, I, I hear you there, but. <laughs> So, well, but we'll see. I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. We we were talking about maybe it'll be uh, 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 like a Scarlet Witch thing. Like maybe she, she breaks reality in some way and that's how they you know come what? into the universe. Or, but. Does anyone else agree with me that Scarlet Witch is probably the most powerful character ever created? Uh, I think she's up there. Like, 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 what do you mean like powerful? Like, obviously. Like, like I, I think... Uh, there is uh, pound for pound, and just like yeah, fight, uh, fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that powerful. But I mean, saying all out, if if all powers were on the table, I don't think anyone could ever take her out. Like she, Silver Surfer, <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel Girl. Oh, oh, Squirrel Girl was pretty tough. Um, I I agree with you on the fact that like you know sh- because with um. Uh, Age of Ultron, 
she had a way of like soothing Hulk. And if you could do that, then I mean, you gotta be a pretty tough person. You, you should you should be able to withstand anything if you're able to do something like that. Yeah, I, I was talking about the fact of her just bending reality itself. Yeah, right. And that I mean, I don't know. She I, literally she could do whatever she wants. I mm-hmm. mean, I think her her problem is she doesn't fully 100% understand how powerful she is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I think you're spot on. Who, who are we talking about? Scarlet Witch. Why did I think you said Black Widow? What the fuck? <laughs> Probably because Scarlet Johansson plays Black Widow. There we go. Okay. No, Scarlet Witch, yeah. No, I don't think anyone has ever, 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 <laughs> ever said that's that Black Widow. Was no, one of the I, most powerful characters. Ever. <laughs> well, see, that's that's why, like, I was trying to. That's why I asked you, like, if you could define, like, you know, what you mean by powerful, because, like, I for some reason, like, Black Widow is the first thing that popped in my head, and I, I don't know, if it's because Scarlet Witch you know, or Scarlet Johansson, Scarlet Johansson, but no, I do agree with you on the Scarlet Witch side. Anyways, like, yeah, I do believe she is one of the most powerful um, characters, but I also heard a rumor that uh, she might like end up being evil. In uh, Infinity Wars, Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Witch, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Let's 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 or like Black Widow for the rest of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what I also that love, I love how like now she is like not Scarlet Witch, but um, the Olsen sisters now the most popular Olsen sister in the in the world now. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. Um, but what were you gonna say, man? Before I interrupted you, like a good host does. Oh no! no, 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 no. <laughs> I was just—I was thinking about Black Widow still. Was... Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Um, who, who, who do you think would uh, win in an actual fight, Spider-Man or the Hulk? Or I'm sorry, Superman or the Hulk? Oh, here we go. Right. So, <laughs> um, I, I have to go Superman because the Hulk. While yes, the, the 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 more angry he gets, the the stronger he gets. He does have a point where he can't get any stronger, and once he hits that point, he loses strength, and eventually he's going to revert back. You know what I mean? Superman, Superman is just pure energy, mm. and he keeps growing. As long as there's no like um, lapse, like I mean, as long as there's a constant source of the sun, as long as there's no kryptonite, he's going to keep growing. That that energy is never going to diminish. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a solid point. Well, and, and and I mean that's the joke, right? Superman's only weakness is the thing he hasn't faced yet. That's true. And then he mo- he goes and he mopes in Kansas for a week or two, and then he comes back and suddenly he can he can beat it, whatever it was. It's like he it's like everything is uh, like an immune system response for him. Well, <laughs> I, I think the the most interesting thing with me with Superman is kind of like same with Scarlet Witch is the reason Superman is um, people always kind of doubt him is because he's always reserved. Superman right. has never ever just let loose and shown his 100% potential. Well, he has before. Right. But, dude, that may, the, the, the dude is just... I, I, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, the only, way, argument, the, the, yeah. the, the only way you can defeat Superman is if you had some kind of, like, again, like Scarlet Witch, who can just warp reality. Because just toe for toe, pound for no, there's no beating Superman. Especially if he let loose. Especially if he just, you know, tapped into, like, every potential and he just didn't care anymore and he just, yeah, there's right. no stopping him. Well, I, I've seen that clip from, I, I don't know what movie it was, but it was a Superman movie uh, animated from the animated DC workshops uh, where he actually, like, using the the lens of his opponent's retina, directed his x-ray vision into the part of the brain that gave that oh, guy yeah. his superpowers. So yeah. I, I feel like I feel like there's some way that, that Superman could figure out how to sever the link between uh, the Hulk and Bruce Banner in a way that, that leaves Bruce Banner as only Bruce Banner. So I, I don't know, but I, I think you're probably right overall. So anyone else disagree or? No, I, well, I, I, I'm an idiot. So, I mean, half the shit you guys said, I don't understand, but, um, you said Superman would win and that's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I'm very pretty. Oh, uh, shit. So, you know what? That's all you need in life. Is a that, that's it. Face. I know. Right. That's Great hair face. and beard. I am gorgeous from like the neck up. Rest of it, I mean, um, rest of it looks like a scene from uh, the Princess Bride. Anyways, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Anyways, okay, a few now more you're questions. just being mean. Yeah, now I'm just being mean, right? <laughs> oh man. All right, a few more questions, then uh, we're gonna have to end this before my editor gets pissed about us going over time. Um, is there a uh, costume that you haven't made yet, but you really want to? You just really haven't figured out how to do it yet. So. All right, I'll just tell you my dream costume. So my dream costume is Voltron. Nice. Uh, the yeah. The, the lions, not the cars, the lions. So mm-hmm. that's my dream. I said, once I do Voltron, I'm done. Like, I, I don't want a costume anymore. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 the one. It's not really that I haven't – I don't know how to do it. It's just that, – that would be, like, the one I, I would take, like – months and months and months to do because I would want it to be just absolutely perfect. Like right now when I create something, it doesn't need to be perfect. So I can go fast. I don't really care. I just you know, I just I just do things. But for Voltron, it would have to be perfect. Nice. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, are there any um, dates? I know you mentioned one in February, but is there any dates coming up that you may want our listeners to know about so if uh, maybe if uh, they have a free moment they can uh, come on meet you um oh man so uh first convention of the year will be uh conduca actually i'm doing that convention with casey um that's in chattanooga to the sea that's in the end of february which i don't have my date book Did you wait wait why you asked me about dates man <laughs> Because uh, because this is how I uh, I this is how I interview man I put them I put them in awkward situations. Uh, right? Is it is but it the yeah. last weekend in February? That'd be the uh, weekend of the twenty fourth or twenty fifth. Uh, I think it's the weekend before that. Gotcha. So the eighteenth and nineteenth. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, Kanuga, and then um, pretty much doing um, the Wizard World Circuit. Um, so a lot of those shows, I, I guess I don't have dates. But you know what? Um, actually, starting uh, next week, if you just go on my page, I'm going to be listing all my shows that mm-hmm. I have lined up 
right now for the year. And then, um, yeah, yeah. I know, perfect, because that was going to be uh, my final question for you, is uh, where can our listeners uh, find you on social media so they can learn more about you and the events uh, that you have coming up? So, uh, on Facebook, you can just type in Night Mage, and you go to my page. Or, if you want to type in Michael Night Mage Wilson, that's my quote-unquote personal profile, but it's not really a personal profile. I treat it the same as my my fan page. Mm-hmm. And then, um, on Twitter, Night Mage. And on Instagram, Nightmage One. Fantastic. And actually, what I'm doing now, so um, I'm always trying to find new ways to raise money for different charities and stuff. So a lot of people always ask, "Hey, I really want to help support you. You know, throw you some money to help you with your costumes and stuff like that. What can I do?" So I'm a huge, I'm a huge advocate of, you know, what this is my hobby. So funding my hobby is my responsibility. So I don't want your money to help me. But what I do want your money for is to help me help other people. So um, I opened up a Kofi, I I call it Kofi, but it's coffee um, Hmm. account. Basically um, what it is is for creators, um, for people who want to help support these creators, they can buy them a cup of coffee for $3 or more. And it goes to them. So what I'm doing is for every new costume I'm doing this year, um, I'm partnering up with uh, a charity. And then I'm posting my work on the, the costume. And if you like the costume, then you can help support me and, and, and buy me a cup of coffee, which then the money will be going to that charity. Or if you don't like the costume but you like the charity I'm supporting, you can just do that. Or you can just wait until I do a new costume and a new charity you like. Yeah. Fantastic. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's great. Hey, um, I got one more question, and then I'm done. So, so you watched the Royal Rumble? Obviously, you're a wrestling fan. Have you ever did a cosplayed a wrestler? I have. So, I'm a huge wrestler. I've been a wrestling fan all my life. Oh my god! And, and you know what? All right. So yeah, actually, that's another cool aspect that cosplaying has brought to me. So, um, I was cosplaying, and I met a guy. And he's actually, um, uh, he's a wrestler on independent scene. He's a cosplayer. And he's actually best friends with Xavier Woods. And he's like, hey, you know Xavier Woods is a huge fan of yours. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what? Are you serious? So um, we ended up hooking up and um, ended up uh, rooming with, with uh, Xavier and stuff at Dragon Con. And, dude, I for him to say he's a fan of mine when I'm, you know, fangirling over him is just insane. So, um, <laughs> after that, um, I got to make some, a couple props and costumes for a couple wrestlers. And, um, oh, wow. to be, I don't know. It's just like, like him, to know that I'm, I'm, I'm a huge wrestling fan and being able to be integrated into that world because I dress up is insane to me that's just insane insane but um so as far as wrestlers that i've uh cosplayed, so i did sting awesome i did uh well, the crow sting mm-hmm. um and i i did um do you guys re- you probably don't remember this movie but no holds barred it's it's a yeah 80s, okay Hulk right. Hogan? 80s mm-hmm. movie with Hulk Hogan, yes and to, um tim tiny lester as this guy called Zeus. Yeah. Everyone, 
everyone says I look like him. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. So one day I went ahead and did it. And I'm looking at myself like, holy shit, I fucking do look just like him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was pretty awesome. So um, I did that. And that's when Casey did her Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. So we did yeah. Zeus and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. The, the, like the Hulkamania Hulk Hogan where she had the wrong title belt. Yeah. I, I told her about that. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Love it. Um, I do. I, you know, I do want to do some more wrestlers, though. I do. I, so, I don't know. I don't know who to do. I know she. Uh, she mentioned that she wanted to do Ultimate Warrior. Um, if she does, and you guys want to do it together, you should do Jake the Snake. I know they had a pretty good feud. Ah, eh, but there's not really much to do with Jake carrying around a big duffel bag. Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, dude, it's it's the snake or uh, Macho Man. See, all right, Macho Man would be fun. Macho Man would go and be um, Undertaker. Thought, she, could, she could be Kane. You could be Undertaker. That's God. true. I would love to be. Undertaker. I'll, 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 I'll come out. I'll be Paul Bear. I actually, I, um, I just made her. Um, I did her makeup for uh, uh, Finn Balor not too long ago. I don't, know, I don't know why she loves him. I don't know. I mean, he's cool. He's actually, I mean, he's yeah, he's pretty cool. But her obsession with him is just, it's not healthy. <laughs> Who's your favorite wrestler currently? Like, on the current roster right now. On the current roster? Um, dude, that's actually really tough. How about this? How about this? You can either answer that question or tell me what your favorite costume is. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably, honestly, um, probably Braun. I love, yeah, Braun's great. I love Braun on Raw, AJ Styles on SmackDown. Those are my top two guys. You know but Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm going with that, Braun and AJ. Yeah. Um, as, as far as women, I love Asuka. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I love that woman. Asuka is amazing. And then uh, Charlotte. Yeah, see, I'm Oscar and Becky Lynch. I don't know why. It's just something about Becky that I just like really like. It might be the accent. I don't know. Yeah. No, Becky, Becky's Becky's amazing. Yeah. Becky's amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, sir, I am awesome. <gasps> uh, I am honored that uh, I had the opportunity to talk with you today. And thank you so much for taking your time out to be on here. I'm honored that you guys wanted me on the show. Of course. Absolutely. Anytime you want to come back, just let us know. Yeah. My my goal is to, uh, to hopefully find a moment where I can have you and Casey on together, and maybe we could like play some like you know like, you know like, versal game or something like that. You know that's that's my goal right now. That's my hey, hey let's do it. Absolutely. We can make that work. Yeah, we can make that work. Well, you, we definitely want you uh, to get back. We definitely want you back on the show. Hopefully, there's a free time in your busy busy schedule this year for you to come back on, and uh, we'll definitely get that set up. All right, let's do it. I will make time for you all. I appreciate that. Perfect. All right, cool. Uh, We'll go to break, and when we come back, uh, we'll uh, close out the show. News on the mark. The year 2014. Two best friends set out on a journey to produce the best content related to all things film. In 2015, they founded a podcast to share their passions with the world. From rants, lisps, and beer, to trailers, challenges, and premieres, Nick and Justin have you covered. Find the Epic Film Guys podcast at epicfilmguys.podbean.com and follow the show on Twitter. 
and we'll see you at the movies. All right, guys, we're back. And, yeah, make sure you check out Night Mage on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. Just by searching Night Mage or on Instagram, Night Mage 1. Uh, awesome to talk with him. Super cool guy. Probably now he's my favorite cosplayer out of the two. Take that, you dick butt. Yeah. Colin, we're freaking on this week. Uh, I start classes back tomorrow. And I got my book in the mail. And it is legitly a loose-leaf book. It is individual sheets of paper. And I have to be careful, because if I mess up, then the entire book is out of order. <laughs> Jeez. So it's exactly what how, we thought it was. Yeah. How fucking stupid is that? Why uh, would you make a book like that? Is the goal to like save you money somehow, because you're not paying for it to be bound? I, I certainly don't see that being the case, because the school wants to charge $210 for the fucking Good. thing. Good. Lord on Earth, yeah, Mike, that's insane. It's fucking retarded. And then they don't even have the decency to put a picture of the damn book on. Right. Oi. So ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm freaking on this week. Joe, how about you? I, I'm freaking on Kickstarter. I uh, there's a lot of things that I that I backed over the last year that uh, a lot of them have been coming in. Um, and I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm excited to be finally getting the things that I paid for a million years ago is what it feels like now. (laughs) So I've got, I've got some cool comic books. I've got a cool, uh, anthology of, of characters. Uh, I've got uh, a board game coming in next week sometime. Um, I'm just, I'm just so pumped. It's, it's good stuff. And I'm really excited to, uh, be able to, to get it out and, and maybe even review it. Uh, and and definitely be able to to share it with other people. So, yeah, like herpes, indeed, or glitter, which we or all glitter. know is the herpes of school art supplies. <laughs> uh, how about you, Travis? What are you What are you freaking on this week? Uh, next Monday, the fifth, sixth, and seventh of February, I will be in Orlando for a summit meeting for work in sunny Orlando. Yeah, That's exciting. Yeah. Yep, flying out uh, Monday morning, and then uh, I got um, some meet and greets and classes going on Monday afternoon, then got some networking dinner that night, and then Tuesday, more classes, and then some like Hawaiian luau thing. Wednesday, got classes, and then I fly back home, but yeah, I was staying at the uh, Orlando Shed Aquarium Hotel or whatever it is. Dang. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's pretty cool. The only thing that sucks is it doesn't have a shuttle from the airport to the hotel, so you got to pay for it. But so you're, you're like literally sleeping with the fishes. Literally. That doesn't make you. That doesn't make you suspicious. No, I okay. mean, I, I lived. I, Fair. Dude, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a top host on a prime uh, podcast. I mean, I lived. <laughs> word, word. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week, our listeners could catch Geek Cash Joe here on this freaking show. But if one hour a week of GeekCast Show just isn't enough, where can they go? If you just need more GeekCast Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast, now on Season 5. And uh, you can do that over at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, 
yeah, make sure you check out our guest tonight, Night Mage. Uh, real cool guy. Does a lot of cool things for, uh, for you know, um, a lot of people who uh, need help. Uh, I forget what the fuck is, what the fuck is that called? Charity. He does yeah, a lot of charity. 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 G- great fucking guy. Make sure you check him out. And, you know, yeah, donate if you can because that's an amazing thing to do. Uh, make sure you yeah. follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. Go to thisfreakingshow.com. You can check on the list of guests we have and the ones we're going to have in the future. Also, all the follower stories have been said there as well. If you have a question, comment, or concern about the show, you want to be on the show, or a recommendation for, some, for something to, uh, for uh, oh my God. A recommendation for us to do on the show, email us at thisfreakingshowyahoo.com. As always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geek Cast Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of This Freaking Show. I'm out. <laughs>